Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TS Podcast Supplier Voice Edition with your host, me, Taylor Brown. Today's conversation is with Christian Dietrich of Sega True. It's a really great conversation focusing on his unique perspective of not only working for Sega, but when he was an operator, he actually invested in Sega in his facilities. So you get that background knowledge, you learn more about what sets Sega apart from other body comp analysis tools, and kind of why it's essential to have in today's day and age. I hope you enjoy listening. Well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the CS Podcast. Today, I have a great guest with me. And Christian, to kick things off, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself and maybe share a fun fact with our listeners? Uh, Thanks for that, uh, Taylor. So Christian Dietrich, 52 years old, married with uh, three children and uh, ages 21, 19 and 11. And yes, that is all with uh, one wife. Um, Dutch, uh, born Dutch, um, but had with dual citizenship uh, since I have a, a German father. But I don't, and I don't consider that the fun fact yet. But I was made in the U.S. As a matter of fact, so my parents used to live in the U.S. Uh, but while, uh, yeah, let's say after the conception, I moved back to Europe. So uh, born and raised over there. And I thought about your uh, request for the fun fact, and I thought in the light of what we're talking about, what could be fun to mention is that I was a customer of Sika before I joined the company as an, as an employee, which I am now. And that had absolutely nothing to do with each other, but obviously gives me a very uh, interesting perspective. On, on dealing with the company that you rarely get. You know, once you go inside, you're inside and you're a subject. Uh, and, and the fun part of it is that we, and I'll, I'll, I guess we'll get to that in a moment, but um, in between my, my corporate lives, I was an operator. And um, as an operator, we had to choose a supplier for the category body composition. And out of all the options that we had, we picked Sika. And uh, fortunately so, because otherwise I would now have to tell you why I picked something else. And uh, (laughs) I'm I'm now working for this particular company. Uh, Not only that I was uh, an operator and I changed the table, I also chose uh, Sika and had that perspective. And it was good to begin with. Awesome. So can you kind of tell me about the transition from going to an operator to working with Sika? What kind of led you down that route? Yeah, well, you know how it is uh, sometimes when you go into an industry, sometimes they, you never go back. So I worked in fast moving in the beginning of my career and at some point said, now it's time to change. And I went into fitness and, and you know, fitness equipment supply side. And the reason I went in is not because I was completely into fitness, but I liked the idea of contributing something to, you know, to the uh, health of people. Um, I had no objections working for Coca-Cola, but I always made the joke, hey, I spent 10 years getting people uh, overweight, and now I'm actually going to help them to become healthy or lead a healthy lifestyle. So I did like that part very much, and which is also what brought me while I was thinking after Technogen, I'll be leaving the industry because there's so much to do in the world, so many exciting things. And why not look into 
one of the many things that are besides fitness. So then uh, an old uh, customer said, hey, but we're going to have to do this uh, project. Why don't you join us? And, you know, that's what happens. You have a network and the network sort of captures you, pulls you back in. And exactly the same thing happened. Due to COVID, I had to, at some point, shut down our great new concept, et cetera. It was just, you know, the time wasn't right for me to start up a new venture. So sorry about that, but took my learning. And again, I said, now I'm going to look at the rest of the world. And I'd actually signed a, a contract completely outside of the industry had another offer completely outside of the industry, looking forward to all of that. And then Seekan knocked and talked to me about this opportunity. And obviously they knocked on my door because they wanted to build on, on the experience of the fitness industry, uh, because that was the element that they wanted to conquer globally and get into. And uh, yeah, so, you know, it was really an offer I couldn't refuse uh, because I had no issues with the fitness industry at all. I just thought it'd be nice to see something else. But when they came along, I liked in particular the fact that we are now bringing medical technology together, you know, merging that with health and fitness. Yeah, I I see a role in in that. Or uh, I like the idea that medical technology or medtech, let's say the medical industry, starts playing a bit more, I won't say a dominant role, but gives input into the health and fitness industry and therefore lends a different level of credibility, which I believe the you know the fitness industry deserves to take outside, you know, to radiate, hey, uh, medical technology is coming to fitness because they believe that what we're doing here is right and that they can support us properly and give us that recognition that the industry deserves and requires. And I liked that new element. And I liked supporting the fact that that element is uh, becoming uh, an ingredient of the uh, health and fitness industry. So the, the merger of medical technology and health and fitness, I think is beautiful. I think it's perfect for the fitness industry. And I hope more, not too much, but I hope that more of that will, uh, will take place uh, because the industry, in my opinion, especially on the on the preventative side, plays a, a critical role, helping people leading uh, healthy lives. And I, I don't, you know, mean that as a uh, just to say it. It's true, um, and I do believe in that, and I I do work on that. So, uh, and not just because it sounds, uh, yeah, sure, you want to help people lead healthier lives. Well, I really do. That's why I've been doing a couple of the things that I've been doing uh, in the last uh, decades. And I highly believe that this is a very positive direction to get this uh, this impulse from medical technology coming in. I kind of want to go off of that. Um, Seek a True is your body composition analysis product. It's kind of the new kid on the block when it comes to the fitness industry in this area. It hit the market in 2022, but Sika has a long history being in the medical, kind of the medical field. Can you just kind of talk about how, I mean, Sika has been around for almost two centuries. So how is that impacting your product and how will it have the impact on the fitness industry? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a good question because obviously that does play a critical role. So if you will, Sika uh, had a long, long time, 
to think about if they wanted to enter into this uh, category and also into this industry, right? And the way I see it is that if you go back in time of the fitness industry, weighing people has always been relevant. Of course, because you need to know what's going on. Where do I stand right now? And in Sika's history, uh, skills obviously were the origin. Then they went from skills in general, weighing, you name it, to medical skills. And they started becoming more, let's say, medic. well, they, they established a medical foundation because there are rules and regulations to be calling yourself a medical skill versus just any skill, right? And at the same time, if you then go to the evolution in fitness, at the beginning, a skill was relevant. At some point, it became somebody came up with, hey, what we should and we could measure your body composition because it says a bit more than just weight, right? Which is very true. If you want to help people uh, in a health club to achieve goals, targets, then you should measure what they're made of at that point. And so the first players in the industry essentially said, well, let's let's do body composition. And it was welcomed and they built up uh, something quite good. Sika, on the other hand, has said, yeah, but when we supply to the hospital or to the doctor or to the whatever physician, it needs to be medical grade because otherwise they won't allow the product or they can't have the product in their facility and so forth and so on. And I'm personally the kind of person, okay, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. The reason we chose Sika for our facilities is because I heard the story. I heard of the background, knowing full well, okay, those, you know, the medical profession cannot mess around. So if it's good enough for them, I'm quite sure it'll be the best option I can get for my, in this case, fitness business, for my health and wellness business. So for me, what that background does is give me as an operator, the level of comfort saying, if I'm going to be helping people, I need to measure. If I'm going to take this business of measuring people, And then based on these measurements, bringing them forward, helping them gain a healthier life, what do they need to do for that? Well, then I not take the best I can have, you know, with the gold standard medical validation. That's exactly what I like, you know, and I think you need that if you're going to be somewhat data driven and you take it serious, well, then why not take the best there is and go with that? So I'm not one for having a fancy picture of myself that kind of looks cool and and the way we got about getting that is also cool yes i like that if i'm watching the movie star trek but if i'm going to do a measurement of myself to go from a to b i just want the best there is and i can't always get into an mri so then i want you know the next best thing besides having an mri done on me and that's how I believe uh, the medical heritage of Sika, uh, you know, has given a different standard, building on the evolution that we've seen. So first there was a scale, then there was body composition, and now there is medical body composition. And uh, medical isn't the answer to everything, but in this case, I think it's a beautiful evolution, exactly, of where we should be going. Take it serious, take the best measurement possible. 
and be precise. Don't, you know, don't settle for a, yeah, this is roughly about what uh, we're talking about. No, we don't want it. Yeah, I think post-COVID, really, people are more aware and more keen to invest on their health, right? So having that medical backed, here's the information, here's what you can look at, here's what you can compare yourself to is really going to be a key part to have in your gyms, right? From the member journey point. Because a lot of people can walk into a fitness facility, work out, see no results in a week, and then they're gone. But if you have this body comp analysis that can really show you like, hey, look at this body fat you've lost. Look at this change. Look at this change. You're not seeing physically, but you have the data in front of you. That's huge for an owner, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, the thing is, my son is 21 and he'll he'll want to know how much he uh, benches. Uh, It's important for him. But for all of us, a bit further down the road, uh, we want to have, let's say, a bit of a health assessment. And what do we want to know? We don't want to see necessarily, okay, so how much weight do I pull here or push there? And that is not an indicator. The indicator is, so what does the body composition uh, say about the state of my health? Do I have the required muscle mass to go through life in a stable way when I'm 70 or 80? Because that's what I need. That's how what I need to grow old healthily. So what we actually are is we are the pedometer of your health. You know, we show you, are you in a good shape to, you know, reach into that, um, let's say second half or a third, uh, third of your uh, life. And for some people, even uh, much uh, sooner than that. So being that indicator, I think is highly relevant and having that as a part of your member journey in your club, I'd say is critical because not doing that, as we sometimes hear the argument, we don't want to confront people with these kind of measurements. Not everybody wants to be confronted with their measurements. And I respect that. I understand that. But I would still argue, let's find a way. While you have the chance to make a change in the positive, look at your stats and facts. And, and then you can actually make a tangible plan to work on it. If you don't, you're just, which is not bad. You're just moving, which is good, better than not moving. But why not make it specific and, and somewhat, you know, goal-oriented or health-oriented? And that's what I'm saying. And, and to do that, you need to be, yeah, let's call it dissected. You need to be measured. And, uh, I don't know if you want to go into the member journey a bit more, but for me, it is an essential part of the member journey. Yeah, I think we've talked about there's a clear need for this product. But from an owner's perspective, I know having a shiny new product is great, but a lot of owners want to know what support they're going to get from the business in return, right? So what does Sika provide besides the hardware? What's kind of the journey from an operator's standpoint? Yeah, good question on the, on, on that. So obviously, uh, yes, you get the hardware because you need it. You need to have a device. But what I would uh, say, is, and I, I think the hardware is uh, has a lot of merit to it uh, already, but we don't get into that now. What I typically tell people is that that hardware is absolute state-of-the-art. You can put anyone and everything on there. It'll do you very well, but the software is probably even better. 
uh, because what we saw is that measuring people is uh, only as good as the message that you could then afterwards give them. So in other words, you get results out of this uh, measurement and they need to be shared with your member. And, and the depiction of the results is highly relevant. This is all software-based, obviously. And some people are indeed driven by their progress. They want to see the progress. So therefore, if you're going to have software that has a, a good depiction of results that is understandable for the member, it'd be nice if they can also have access to this uh, any place, anywhere they want, meaning cloud-based. And here is your app. If you want to get into the detail of it, here you go. And guess what? You don't have to be a doctor to understand what your results mean for you in particular, and maybe what you would need to be uh, doing based on those results. So we have the hardware, we provide the software, we provide the uh, software to go, if you will, through the, the, the app, and we, for the operator, we provide the implementation training. So if you've bought our product, uh, you will get installed. And after that, you will be contacted by our customer success manager that will provide you as an operator the uh, implementation training, helping you interact with your members from, okay, you've done your measurement. Now what? What does this mean for you? And how do we go from here? So uh, that way, as an operator, you essentially get support on, on monetizing the, the product that you've just bought. Yeah, there'll be, uh, so you get your input as to a uh, conversation you will have with your member and also how you follow up with them. Because obviously you'll see in the software the progress they uh, make. You'll have to account for the progress because if there is no progress, you have a different kind of conversation. But this is uh, the, the stuff that we uh, support you with through the customer success. How, dear operator, how are your measurements going? How frequent are you doing them? What is the feedback you're getting? Are you able to help them and support? So uh, we take that part uh, quite serious, meaning if you innovate, you have to educate. And this is the part that we do. Get your hardware, get your software to go, and you get a customer success manager to support you in your ongoing business to essentially get an ROI on the purchase you made. Yeah, I think a lot of operators will be happy to hear that. A lot of them think the more hands-on you can be with your vendor from an operator standpoint is great. They really want to invest in relationships, not just products, right? Always, always. And I've seen in the past that it's quite difficult if you have a sales force going out there to you know, sell a product. They obviously will always be in touch with you and have that relationship with you. And that's wonderful. But there are, that's different from having somebody that is not primarily there to sell you whatever, the next one, but to support you in your business and thereby letting you benefit from all the product that it has to offer. So essentially, you have two uh, points of contact. If you want to buy something, always feel free. But you also have that person that uh, looks over your shoulder with you uh, to improve the business. And that's how we funnel our expertise, our findings, our collective feedback through 
the customer success into the uh, into the operator. So we feel that that is an important way to to engage and stay engaged and support. Awesome. That's great information, Christian. Um, you kind of alluded to it earlier when you were an operator that there are a lot of body comp options available on the market. So we talked about support. We talked about the history and the medical field backing it. But what other differentiators does Sika have? Yeah, well, now we get into a bit more of the detail. When we developed body composition, which essentially we did in went to the market in 2012 with it. Obviously, we understood where we weren't the first ones, but we had a look at the hardware out there and at the software out there, which at that time, by the way, didn't play the most significant role yet, right? And from our perspective, we noticed a few things that we couldn't understand. So when you're talking about doing a measure, or body composition, reproduction is extremely relevant because if you don't reproduce the exact same measurement every time, the measurements per the uh, definition will differ from each other because you didn't reproduce the exact same procedure. Hence, Zika came up with the handrail. The handrail is fixed and you have position one or two based on the length of your, uh, on your height and that's how it is. And you have the position of the feet. It's fixed and it is uh, shown to you how they should be fixed. So this is new. We're, let's say, unique in the way we uh, look at that. And we executed that into a hardware product that looks completely different from uh, all the others. Um, but this is one example of, you know, if you come from a medical background, this reproduction is critical. If you cannot deliver that, you'll be out. The validation that we've done is unique. We are, in that sense, uh, the only one that provides an MRI-validated uh, product, which is, as we said, the gold standard. So if you think about you know, at what price point we deliver that product, I can truly say, when I was the operator, I said, okay, sounds good. You're medical grade. It's going to be expensive, right? And yeah, it wasn't because we have uh, created a price point that just makes it an attractive uh, proposition. So for me, as an operator, looking at the hardware already, there were some such significant differences, not in the way it looks, but in what it does that were for me essential where I said, okay, clear, you've already, you had me there. Then we go to the product I get into my hands that I will be discussing with a member is essentially the results. And how do they look? Do I get a bunch of data that no member will be able to interpret on their own if I don't tell them exactly what they're looking at? Or do I have some, let's say, um, graphics in there that facilitate me looking at it immediately saying, okay, I'm, I'm getting it. So wherever I'm in the green, I'm, I'm safe. If I'm in the yellow, I should really look at it. If, it's, if I'm in the red, I should really talk to somebody and it might not just be my trainer. And, and this kind of uh, depiction for me stood out and was probably the primary reason next to the hardware being superior in what it did and how it approached the process 
to select Sika at that time. And then I would almost say, what else could I say? These are already, you know, hardware superior, software superior, and <laughs> medically validated. <laughs> then I was, okay, what, what else do I need to tell you? Besides that, I could throw in that, you know, we don't only offer the software, but we also offer you the uh, updates and the upgrades. Yes, you do pay for those, but that's how software as a service works nowadays in our lives. So for me, again, it's a new level that we are bringing to the market. So we're, we're not talking about body composition. We're talking about medical body composition. And everything that I just mentioned is backing that up. And at that price point, I'd say, well, dear operator, you have nothing anymore to worry about. Just make it part of your customer journey and go for it. I mean, because that's how you're really going to bring your members forward. Yeah, it's been a great conversation with you, Christian. I've really enjoyed getting your perspective, both from when you were an operator and now being a part of Sika. My last question for you is just, if an operator's listening and they're kind of on the fence of investing into body comp analysis, what advice would you give them to kind of push them, I guess? Yeah, I thought about that one uh, a while ago uh, already. And I said to myself, you know, it's interesting. As an operator, I'll spend an easy I mean, less than 150K on equipment, you don't have a club. So 150, 250, maybe 450 on equipment. And for that, I may fetch 50 bucks a month, let's say on average, from a member in his membership dues, right? And the funny thing is that, let's say I've spent 300K and I'm getting 50 a month from this member, he's just expecting you to have equipment side so you're not getting a bonus for the fact that you invested 300k in equipment you're getting the 50 a month membership too however if you invest in body composition uh, and let's say you spend uh, 10 15k on it now if you include that into your member journey and say look dear member glad that you're here let's put you uh, on this measure you and in a two months time we'll see you back on the scale Every two months, you get to do a measurement. It's a part of your package. However, if you want to do a monthly or unlimited, it's going to cost you 10 bucks a month. Now think about those 10 bucks a month. You're, you're investing 15K. And for those 15K, getting 10 bucks as a modular item on top of your membership dues. So if you look at the return on investment of having body composition, as a part of the member experience that is there in the continuous cycle. In other words, you know, the member is going to be on the body composition monthly, bi-monthly, whatever, quarterly, but you can ask some revenue for that. And this is my uh, point. It changes the experience of the member because you're discussing results. You're discussing a training approach based on facts. And you're also being held accountable. So for me, the equipment investment, and I've sold it for 15 years, you cannot do without. I get that part. You have to. That's going to be your primary uh, responsibility. But now, how do you set yourself apart from the rest? How are you really going to tell and convince a new member or a potential member that you are looking out for them and that you're really willing and able 
to be held responsible and accountable for progressing them. That's through your body composition. So you're essentially creating for a relatively small investment, a complete different experience, provided you make it an integral part of the Emperor journey. But doing that also means that you on a regular basis will, let's say, put your staff in a position to have that conversation and dialogue with the member without telling them what they're doing wrong on the chest press, but you're doing a hopefully positive moment of discussing results and hopefully progress. Uh, so for me, as an operator, it was no question. This is where the customer journey starts and it will be part of the cycle. Now we have to live up to the promise we made. We're going to help you to be healthy and we're going to show you. I think clubs are always looking for new profit centers and one that can help assist in member retention is always a bonus, right? Well, absolutely. And you need sort of, you need a hook to, to put that on. And, and you know, well, like I said, um, a great club, great facilities, great equipment, it's definitely part of it. But you also, you know, want to have a way to have a positive engagement, you know, with your members. And uh, this is one of them. You know, a very good trainer on the floor helping them, uh, that's also a very positive engagement and interaction. But I like the idea of also making it to make it a bit more about data. Yeah, and saying, okay, and, and you know, we're gonna help you, we're committed, and we're actually able to show you. And you can you can uh, hold us uh, accountable for it. So and, and logically, as you just pointed out, this can be perfectly integrated into your business model because you can you can make it a part of the member journey because you feel it should be part of the membership dues, but you can definitely also sell it. And we have customers that sell those on on the card of 10. So in other words, where they'll send you a package of, uh, sell you a package of 10 measurements and consultations, obviously, just from the get-go, you choose how often you implement. And then we're talking about serious secondary spend. Well, Christian, it is always a pleasure to talk to you. I really enjoyed our conversation today and I've learned a lot more about Sika and I hope our listeners do as well. Thank you for having me. I sincerely appreciate it. And I look forward to our next chat live or in podcast.